today uh, we've looked at the following sermons. The way to the kingdom, salvation by faith, means of grace, the witness of the Spirit, uh, blessed assurance uh, Derek did last week, and today almost Christian. Today is also Palm Sunday, and I was wondering how am I going to put this together? Almost Christian And uh, on that day, Palm Sunday, people were coming out and Jesus was walking down and he got onto a donkey and and they were were shouting out, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And I've told you the story when I was uh, a local preacher, but I'll tell it to you again. But it was also on Palm Sunday. And I was uh, in Mossel Bay. They have this big lectern. We have to stand and preach down to the people like this. And it, it was, I had to preach, and I was, I was saying my prayers. And I said, and Jesus came riding in on a monkey. <laughs> Instead of Jesus came riding in on a donkey. Anyway, the whole congregation burst out laughing. And it was, you know, it was because it was tense that day. Somehow it was so tense because the bishop was also sitting in our our congregation on that day. And it just, you know, it was as if God just gave us this, you know, it had to happen. For some reason it had to happen. And it was just... It was it was just uplifting and and it took a while for the people to to um, you know to calm down. Um, but then, as this happened, there, were, there was somebody with a child, and they wanted to take them into the back of the vestry where where the kids were, and uh, they had a screen there, but there was no sound. And so my brother was actually the steward, and he put off all the plugs. Okay, and to put it back on. And as he did that, we were singing Hosanna, Hosanna. And, and the organ went off. As he put it off, he actually put the organ off too. And it went like that. And, and so the whole congregation started laughing again. But it was just amazing because uh, it, was a, it was an amazing experience for me in any case because God uh, also... Uh, gives us that sense of humor to be able to laugh at ourselves also. But this day where these people are, are, are coming out and they, they're singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And today is, I wonder how much has changed from those days to this day, almost a Christian. You see, those people came out to come worship because they'd heard that the Messiah was coming. They'd heard about this because people had preached about it. They've learned in their scriptures, in the Torah, people had spoken about it, that there was going to be the Messiah who was going to come. And to put this maybe in perspective, maybe with John Wesley and with us, it's like those people went to Jerusalem. For why did they go to Jerusalem? To celebrate the Passover, right? 
to celebrate with each other in groups of people, to, to celebrate what had happened in the past. Why do we celebrate Easter? For what happened with Jesus, right? Do we celebrate that out of tradition, out of culture, out of religion, or out of what we have experienced in our hearts? And there's maybe where John Wesley comes. And my question is, and as John Wesley, did those people really believe that Jesus was the Messiah? Did they really believe, uh, did they really understand, did they really change their ways? Did they really truly accept Jesus to be their Savior and King of Kings? One moment, we also know that one moment they're singing out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And the next moment, a week later, they are singing or they're crying out, crucify him. And I wonder how that affects our life. I wonder how different those days are to John Wesley's days and our current days. You see, John Wesley had this question. He said, what does it mean to be an almost Christian? What does it mean to be an almost Christian? Well, he goes on to say, well, it's an honest person. It's somebody that is trustful, uh, that is just, one that has compassion for other people, uh, one that loves to do mission maybe, somebody that uh, obeys the Ten Commandments, um, somebody that follows the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The almost Christian cares for their neighbor, the almost Christian um, cares for what happens in church. The almost Christian is always also a volunteer, somebody that volunteers and says, you know, I'm willing to help. I'm willing to come and do something in the church. An almost Christian is also the person that prays, that knows the Lord's Prayer. The almost Christian is also the person that... Um, that can be the person sitting next to you. John Wesley actually said in 90, ach, in, 19, in 1738, and uh, Dawn mentioned it, is that his heart was strangely warmed at Aldersgate. But until that moment, he was not yet a Christian. He believed and he did everything right. He believed and he... he he believed that he could do everything, but he was almost there. He had almost reached that place. It was only, only when his heart was strangely warmed that he knew that he was saved, that he knew that he was forgiven, that he knew that he had a life, and that he could do the things that Christ wanted him to do. This is a very difficult one. Because we in ourselves, we come and we are good people. All of us. Why do we come to church? Do we come to church because it's our tradition? Do we come to church because we love the fellowship? 
Do we come to church because uh, we want to see somebody? Or do we come to church because in what we believe? The question is, is do we believe? John Wesley asked the question, do you believe? See, those guys were fanning those, um, those palm leaves. They'd heard about it. They knew and they saw. And yet a week later, they crucified. They helped crucify. We know. We've read it in our Bible. We've read it, we've heard it over and over in our, in our families. But until we feel it, until we know it here in our heart, of hearts, we can believe it. I'm not going to ask anybody to, to give their call or their, you know, what happened to them when, but we all have gone through that experience. It's not all of us, but majority of us have gone through that experience where we have actually made a decision saying, Christ, be our Savior. Be my Savior. Be my Savior. I come before you today and I ask you to forgive me. That's the most important thing. That's when we become a true Christian, a real Christian, not an almost Christian. Today is a wonderful day. Today is Palm Sunday. It's the day that Jesus enters into Jerusalem knowing what he is going to face, knowing that he is going to be crucified. For you and for me. That he loved us so much that he did just that. Today we have an opportunity. And, and Charles Wesley himself asked, Do you believe? And I have a silly illustration. But uh, who owns one of these? Okay, most of the ladies maybe, for the garden or for, for washing the dishes. I know uh, some. Uh, I was doing some plumbing the other day in my house, and that's how I've got these ones, because it was very, uh, <laughs> it was very yucky, um, and I definitely had to put these these gloves on. But this glove, okay, is useless on its own. It can't pick up anything. It can't wipe down anything. It can't protect you unless it's on your hand. Okay? Unless it's on your hand. And so we need Jesus inside us because we are like this rubber glove. If we don't have Jesus inside of us, it means nothing. It is useless. It is next. But if we have Jesus inside of us and we've asked him 
to, to, to protect. We've asked him to, for forgiveness. We've asked for his mercy and his grace. Then we are something. Then we are useful. That's what it's about. That's the Christian. Not almost. The real Christian. Today we're going to say, maybe you've backslidden a bit. Maybe you know all this. and it's, you've, you've, But maybe in, in our lives today, we've, it's so hectic that we don't always put Jesus first. We don't always say to Jesus, please fill us today, Lord. Help us today. So often we just get so entwined in our lives that we don't bring it to God, that we don't bring it to Jesus. We are going to have communion tonight, today. And we invite you to come and have communion. But come have communion for the right reason. Come have communion for the remembrance of what Christ has done in your life. Because he died on that cross for every single one of us. Every single one. Nobody excluded. Every single person included. That's the most amazing, amazing thing ever. That he loved us so much. So today we have an opportunity to come forward and receive communion. But receive it, yeah. In your heart. This represents what has happened, but it's in your heart that counts. Let us pray. Lord God, hear our prayers. Lord, hear our prayers. Lord, we come before you today. You know us, Lord. You know each and every one of us today. As we sit here, Lord, we do have problems, we do have annoyances, we do have things that we are worried about, things that depress us, things that, that bring us joy. But most of all, Lord, sometimes we forget about you. And today, Lord, we come before you, here and now, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you, that you forgive us, that you heal us, that you hear us that you embrace us, that you continue to love us. Lord, hear our prayer, we pray. Let us be those Christians that you want us to be. Because we know, Lord, when we are filled with your love, when we are filled with your mercy and your grace, we will do the things that you want us to do. And we will do it out of love. 
Lord, we pray that as we continue worshiping you this week, that we will be reminded of your love, that we will be reminded of your grace, of your mercy, of who you are, and what it is to have you fill our lives. Lord, be with our country as they deliberate whether we can have, whether we can meet. For we pray, Lord, even if it doesn't happen, we know, Lord, that you, they can never take what happened to you away, and they can never, nobody can ever take what you have done for us away. And we glorify you for that because you love us so much. There is no restriction. Lord, we pray for all those people that are ill. We pray for all those people that are lonely. We pray for all those people that have lost loved ones. We pray, Lord, for your comfort and your peace to be upon them today. So guide us through this week with your love and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen.